the Sunday Sermons Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Um, if you're new here, uh, you're, uh, you, might, you might not even know who I am, but I'm normally the one who stands up here and talks here. My name is John, uh, but I'm so excited to introduce to you this morning my friend Franz Prevel. Uh, we went to school together in Johnson University uh, way back in the day, and uh, in the time that I've been here at Morrison Hill, which is ever since then, uh, he's started, he and his wife, Wode, please stand. Thank you. They've started 25 churches in Haiti, most of which are as big or bigger than Morrison Hill is now, and they oversee them and they keep that going. Amen. He's going to tell you all about it. I don't want to take away that, but I, I'm so excited for the chance for you to hear from him. This is somebody who inspires me more than I can even say. And um, I just want to pray a quick prayer and then just hand it over. Yes. Father, would you speak to us today? I thank you for all you're doing here at Morrison Hill, all the great things here. But would you inspire us? Would you speak to us through your word? Speak to us through Franz's testimony. Speak to us in any way you want to this morning, God, and help us to become even more of what you want us to be. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. You. Thank you, John. Uh, good morning. I'm so glad to be here today. Probably this is my second time here. And I thank John so much for his friendship over the years. Uh, Johnson used to be my neighbor. But now I live far away. We're not neighbors anymore. Yes. Always playing his guitar in the dorm. And I love his first album. There's one song I love from the album. I always tell them, it's Babylon. It's Babylon, it's time to win out, and you're still home. Yes. I can hear, from my room, I can hear him singing all the time, over and over and over and over and over. So, uh, it's good to be here today, and I thank you so much for letting me come. Uh, we come from Haiti. Uh, it's a little country in the Caribbean Sea after we crossed Cuba, and we share the island with the Dominican Republic. Uh, first, uh, before I start speaking about the, our work in Haiti, we, there is a wonderful passage in the Bible, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful verses. Probably you know them by heart, and you can just recite them. But there are a couple words in it that I love. When it says, go, go. And then it says, you have the power. Wow. You have the power and you go. Uh, So so many times we minimize the power, power, our powerful God that we're serving. This means that there's a lot of things they said about these verses in the Bible. They call them the Great Commission and so on and so forth. But let me tell you, I'm going to resume it for a couple words. It tells us that every one of us, we are a missionary. We're all missionaries. You ever think about that? Yes? We're all missionaries. Missionaries in our, inside our home. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is no, no non-Christian in my home. Yes, you are a missionary in your home, in your church, inside your church. Why right here? It's a mission field inside the church. Uh, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, in school, wherever you are, you are a missionary. 
what we need to do is spreading the fame of Christ. That's our job. That's what, that's what we're here for. We come here, I mean, so we can get teaching all the tools that we need, but we go out and inside start spreading the fame of Christ. Uh, to do that, you need to go. If you can go, you need to go. Don't miss any other, and don't miss any opportunity. If ever there's an opportunity for you to go, I don't care where it is, Haiti, Papua New Guinea, uh, Europe, Africa, and the Americas, go. In your area, downtown Knoxville, there's a lot of people dying without Christ. Go. It's your job. That's what you're here for, to go and spread the fame of Christ. Pray. We all need to pray. How many of you ever prayed for a missionary? No, don't raise your hand. Your, your neighbor is watching. No, don't raise your hand. No, just keep your hand down. I mean, I mean, how many of you have prayed? Seriously, have prayed for a missionary? You think about that. How many of you have give? Give to those missionaries that are spreading, that are risking their lives to preach the gospel of Christ. How many of you have sent missionaries? How many of you have encouraged people to go on the mission field? So this is all Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20 is about. Now, let me tell you about us. My name is Franz, and my wife is here. His word, prevail. We're native Haitian. We all, both of us were born and raised in Haiti. So after high school, I came here to the States, to Johnson University, and go to school. After that, well, I remember when I was coming here to Haiti, to, to America, they said, oh, the embassy in Haiti said, ah, you're not coming back. If you go to that big country, you come from that little bitty thing, and you come to America, you're not going back. I said, no, sir, I am coming back. And I did. And I never regretted one day. I went back to Haiti after graduation in 1990 and started working in Haiti. Right now, we have 25 churches. Our mission's name is Haitian Impact Christian Ministries. You can see it on your bulletin. We have 25 churches. We plant all our churches from scratch. Uh, that among those 25, we have 24 in Haiti, and we have one in Dominican Republic, our neighboring country. We start from scratch. I have my team of musicians. We travel from village to village. We hold revival for one week. We teach, we preach, we go from house to house every day during the daytime. And at at night, we have the revival, inviting people to come. When we have people come to Christ, then we start a church in the area. That's where we start all all the churches that we have. Not only we play churches in the country, but we want to bring transformation. like in the villages. When you go in the villages, there are witch doctors everywhere lying to people. But we want to bring truth, the true gospel to them. But not only bringing the gospel, we want to transform the area where, we, where we're working. Not only we're preaching the gospel, of course, this is the foundation, the basis of everything that we're doing. Make sure that we preach the gospel. But what we do too, 
we want to reach out to the whole person. Yes, to the whole person. Uh, so, friends, what do you do? After we plant the church, we open school. So we can teach the children because 70% of the people in Haiti can't read and write. Uh, we open a school. We have bakery. Uh, we have my colon project. We'll take you a little detail about that. Um, we have the feeding program where in the school that we feed the children. So uh, we give clothing. We marry people. So that's, that's what we're talking about, transformation. For example, in the, in the village in Laskain, where people used to come travel all the way from Port-au-Prince, other cities to come to Laskain to, to see a witch doctor. There were about 13 witch doctors in that little bitty village, not any bigger than Kingston. 13 witch doctors all over the place. You can see the flags you know, flying on top of their home. But when we step in there, we start a church. We, we, we bought a piece of property. We built a house for the preacher. And we started church under a tree. And then people start coming to Christ. Let me tell you, by now, there is no voodoo temple in that village. All of them, they come to Christ. If you need an ex-voodoo priest, come to the church. And I will show you. A lot of time, I make people take pictures with them. No. They use voodoo priest, voodoo priestess. Because they come to Christ, we marry them. Uh, we marry them. My wife, she's heading the, the head of that wedding ministry. We marry them. And so they have their wives. And now they're faithful people serving in the church. Uh, we plant schools to in the country. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 42, the Bible says there is a blessing for people... For anyone who gives even a little cup of water to one of those children, uh, children in Haiti, uh, they can go to school. Uh, they, a lot of villages, there is no school. The government owns only 20% of the school in Haiti. Most of the school, 80% of the other schools that we have in the country, they're owned by the churches, like our mission. We have 18 schools in the country. Uh, we want to have 25 schools, but money-wise, sometimes stop, stopped us from building schools for the, for, the, for the children. But when we start the school, what do we do? When we have a church, we st- sometimes we start them under a tree. <laughs> we have the school under the tree, and under a big tree. And then uh, we, if we have the church building, we move it in a, like a one-room school. We move it inside the church. And then when we get money, we build a school building so, so people can, uh, the children can learn. Uh, but we're helping in any way that we can. Uh, another thing we do, and, and for the 18 schools, we have 16 grade schools, two high schools, and we have one, uh, what you call a vocational school, where, where we're teaching. We just opened it last year where people can learn videography, photography, uh, shoe making or sandals. They can learn to make that. Uh, computer, uh, cosmetology, everything. Uh, they learn how to make t-shirt, serigraphy, and then sounds, how to handle sound system and stuff like that. A uh, repair computer, repair cell phone. 
So they are the kind of thing that we're teaching at the vocational school. We have also have to a child sponsorship program. Yeah, the child sponsorship program, it's an opportunity for people here in the state to sponsor children in Haiti, uh, children that goes to our, for our schools. So you can sponsor a child if you would like to. Uh, I came with them this morning. Then when they start going, people are already taking some in the foyer. If you would like to, we don't bring many. I think I've had about a hundred. I would like to see all of them gone by the end of the day. That would be wonderful. So we have a pen, a, 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 a pen pal in Haiti. It costs only $25 a month to sponsor a child, um, which is about 89 cents a day, your pocket change. But at the same time, you're giving a future to a child. You're giving the opportunity for a child to know about Christ, to know, hear the gospel. Not only the child, but the whole family. Because when you have parents meeting in our, in our schools, we invite the parents. First thing we do, we start singing. Haitians, they like to sing. We sing, we pray, we preach, then we have parents meeting. That's the way we do it. So we want to spread the gospel. In everything that we do, we want the bottom line to be teaching people about Christ so they know about who Jesus is. Um, it's $25 a month before you go. Uh, Looking there for if we can pick up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, that would be wonderful. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Uh, take as many as you can. It's twenty-five. Or you can just pick up the the picture because on the on the back of it there's all the information uh, about the program. We have a what we call it's a mobile medical clinic. Oh, we used to have a clinic downtown Port-au-Prince, and we closed. We, we shut it down. <laughs> uh, you, oh well, shut down the clinic. Yes, we did. Uh, because we were thinking that having a clinic in one place, we have about 15, 20 people come to the clinic every day. Uh, we said there is a better thing that we can do. Uh, we, there's a church in Texas that bought us a, a truck, a vehicle. So we start making mobile medical clinic. So we have a team of doctors, we travel from village to village in the country. We, we mainly do mobile medical clinic in the mountains, in the rural area, where people really need doctors, where there's no clinic, no hospital. And I'm telling you, with a team of five doctors, nurses and pharmacists, and our drivers and myself, we see from 500 to 800 people a day and give them medicine. But when we set up, like we start like early in the morning, sometimes we work until, until 8 p.m. We go very fast and we see as many people. Let me tell you a little story. We were up northeast of Haiti. We have a church there in the village. We have a school there. And we, we say we're going to have three days of clinic in that village before we moved to another one. And I was sleeping inside the church when we bring our mattress and sheets, stuff like that. We sleep inside the church. And about 2 o'clock in the morning, I heard people talking outside in the yard. I said, I wonder what's going on? So I wake up and look through the window and I see about 15 people 
in the yard, standing. I said, well, can I help you? At 2 o'clock in the morning, can I help you? It was pitch dark. They said, yes. Uh, we came from Platana. Platana is a, not a village. We were four hours. So we don't want to miss it. I heard that tomorrow is the last day of the clinic. We don't want to miss it. So they walk, they hike four hours in the dark so that we come to the clinic. I said, well, okay. And well, I'll, I'll go back and search for the cards. And I give them 15 cards. I said, well, tomorrow you guys will be the first in line for the clinic. And we serve them. By 5 o'clock in the morning, we had more than 100 people in the yard. And clinic is supposed to open at 7. By 7, we got about 300. And they keep coming during the whole day. So we serve about 850 people in that one day. When I go back home, the preacher called me on the phone. He said, you know what, friends? We had a bunch of other people came after you guys left. They are coming very far away. They think the clinic was still going on. I said, well, so sorry. It was one for three days. We had to move to another village. So when people give money to our general funds at the mission, this is what we do. Pay the salary of the doctors, the nurses, buying medicine. We buy medicine both here and we buy in Haiti. Sometimes my wife would travel, come to Miami and buy Boxes and suitcases, suitcases after suitcases of medicine, like over the counter uh, medicine, and then the prescription medicine we buy them for the agencies in Haiti. But they cost like three, four times more in Haiti than what we can pay for them here in the states. So this is uh, the kind of living that we do, uh, uh, working. We have the feeding program, uh, food. Oh, it's it's really very important thing we have in the in, inside the, the schools, and even churches sometimes we we give uh, food to people. Uh, when the kids they come to school, we feed them one half meal a day. When we get money from the child sponsorship program, some, some it's the only meal they get, the only meal they get, and they come hungry. So the, we, that's why we start feeding them like nine forty-five, ten o'clock. Because they can't wait for lunchtime. They can't wait. If, you, if the food is late, like 11, they start crying. It's like there's a funeral somewhere. You know? They're crying in the classroom. What's what, what going They're hungry. My stomach is hurting. Oh, stomach is hurting. Yeah, they're going. Because their parents know that we're feeding them at the, at the school, so they don't give them anything. Because they don't have anything. To give to them. So that's why we want our feeding program to keep going on the whole year, the year round. We have our micro, professor, micro on project uh, where people lend money from the, from, the, from the mission so they can start small businesses in their area, in the marketplace, buying rice, beans, and whatever, you know, and they will sell them. Even minutes for telephone, it's, it's different in Haiti. Here you can have plane uh, for a month. For your phone, but in Haiti you can buy minutes. When they finish, you buy again. So people they decide they buy minutes wholesale, and they put, and you can buy from them. They will charge your phone. Yes, we dig wells. 
in many villages where there's no water. We bring water line to villages with the help of our friends here in the state that are working in them. Finally, it's the wedding ministry. It's really something very, very important. My wife, she's, had, she's working with the ladies all over the country about, and, and, and the churches about the wedding ministry. It's really appealing to a lot of people that come to Christ because getting married in Haiti, sometimes people think it's a big deal. But we, we want to simplify it. What we do, we, 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 we collect wedding dresses from, from the state here. We bring them to Haiti. And whenever people come to Christ, they're not married. Oh, we have counseling class for them and teaching them, you need to get married. So they, they get married. So we give them suits, shirts, even shoes. And they buy wedding dresses from us. Because at home, we have a bunch of closets that have all kind of, sometimes, sometimes very expensive dresses. We have a lady in Wichita, Kansas, give us a dress. She told us she bought it for $15,000. Fifteen thousand dollars a dress? Yeah, wait one time. Well, and give it to us. <laughs> good. We have it in uh, good. We have it in Haiti. So uh, we marry people with that dress all the time. With all signs. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, why then in January? I already do I did nine weddings already. Only for the month of January. And we have them programmed in different churches all year long. My wife, she baked cookies, cake for them, for the people who have a reception inside the church and make everybody happy. Then they ride their horses and they go home, they're happy. So this is the kind of ministry that we're having in Haiti. And, and we thank you for being a part of it. I mean, if there is something that you can do, just let us know because there is plenty to do. We have six churches that have no building. We would like to build a building for them. We have a bunch of schools that need a building that we know yeah, that would like people I mean, to step in there you know, and help us in the ministry. We can plant more churches. We can reach out more people. But sometimes financially, the mission is not mm, very good. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for this great opportunity you're giving us to share with you about our work in Haiti. If we'd like to do anything, we'd like to sponsor a child, we'd like to give, a one-time gift, you'd like to buy a motorcycle for a preacher for $1,500, yes, for a preacher in the countryside, you can go on our website, www.hicm.us. And thank you so much. God bless you.